Welcome to Main Menu for October 28th, 2011. Hello, I'm David Tanner, your new host for Main Menu, and welcome. We are very pleased that you stopped by today to listen to our program. If you listened to last week's Main Menu program, you know that we are in a bit of a transition at this point, and this evening you have a new host, myself, David Tanner, and a new executive producer, Chase Crispin. Producing this show is our first show in the seat taken over from Jamie Pauls, and we wish Jamie all the best in his new endeavors. And we are going to start out program this evening by introducing the rest of the main menu staff to you. We thought this would be an excellent time for you to get to know not only us, but to know all of the main menu staff. On this evening's show, we start with our weekly tech update from Chase Crispin, followed by our feature for the evening, a review of Siri, the help assistant from the new iPhone 4S by David Woodridge from Vision Australia. The newest member of our main menu team just signed on this week and we are very glad to have David and want to thank Vision Australia for allowing us to air their productions. Followed up by David Tanner with the completion of the review of Dolphin Guide. Just a couple of reminders for you. There are a couple of ways that you can get in contact with us and give us suggestions for things that you would like to hear us cover in the future on main menu. You can do that at our website at www.mainmenu.acbradio.org While you're there, you also can sign up for the Main Menu Friends mailing list. There's just a simple form to fill out. We send you a confirmation email which we ask you to reply to and you're on the list. team here for main menu since about 2009. I've really uh, enjoyed doing uh, production work. I've been uh, doing uh, production work for uh, various uh, internet stations that uh, friends of mine have have had over the years since about uh, 2002. And uh, at uh, one point back in uh, 2007, I was a uh, broadcaster over on the interactive side for about a year. And I want to say I uh, continue, I hope to uh, continue to contribute to Main Menu uh, once it uh, goes through the uh, transition with uh, David Danner as host and uh, Chase Crispin as executive producer. Main Menu. Hi, my name is Rick Harmon. And I've been on the main menu staff here for the last several months, but I'm no stranger to main menu. I've been on the show quite a few times since 2007, back when Jeff Bishop and Aero Shandro 
for doing the live show. And I've also been presented several times by Jamie Paws and uh, different podcasts that I've done here since he's been doing Main Menu. For those of you who do not know me, I'm 48 years old. I live in Akron, Ohio. I lost my eyesight seven years ago from retinopathy of prematurity. And I'm also the owner of the Blind Geek Zone website. Hello, ACB Radio Main Menu listeners. My name is Shane Davis. I'm with a brief introduction. I've been involved in ACB Radio Mainstream's main menu for a number of years. Started out as just your regular listener like everyone else. Then I wanted to get more involved in the project. Got a hold of that time, the current producer, Jonathan Mosen, and asked where I could be of help. He said, yo, what do you have for ideas? I sent him a list of what I wanted to review. He said, go ahead and put together a, a review of something. I did so, sent it to him, and, well, the rest is history. Uh, ended up becoming an active participant in the main menu when Namashang was the main menu production person and who was putting together the project. And have been on the team ever since. You've heard me in reviews such as the Word Games Small and Play, Keysoft version 7.5 and 8.0, as well as interviewing humanware people as Keysoft releases came about. I don't have a lot more to say, just as a quick update to let you know that the WordPress tutorial part 2 is in production, but due to technical difficulties, that has been placed on a hold, and hopefully I'll have something to the rest of the main menu team within a week. Uh, some issues have come up that have prevented me from finishing up that, but we'll get it done. Once again, I am Shane Davidson. You're listening to ACB Radio's main menu. Have a great day. Hi there, Main Menu listeners. This is Tim Cummings. Some of you may know me as producer of Cooking in the Dark, but also for the last couple of years, I've been on the Main Menu production team, and I enjoy it quite a bit. I've produced some segments for Main Menu, as well as edited some segments for Main Menu also. I'm interested in technology. I'm very interested in audio production, which is one of my hobbies. And I'm very happy to be part of the main menu team. Tech Update, a technology news segment heard on ACB Radio's main menu in Accessible Worlds Tech Talk. Hello, main menu and Tech Talk. This is Chase Crispin with the Tech Update for the week of October 24th, 2011. I apologize if I sound a little off. I'm not feeling too well this week, so if I sound a little strange, that's probably why. This week, Freedom Scientific has released their final version of JAWS for Windows version 13. This is the final release. As you may recall, JAWS 13 has been in public beta for a couple of months. The final release is now available which should have less bugs than the beta. If you are eligible for an SMA upgrade, you can use that for JAWS 13. If not, you can run JAWS 13 as a 40-minute demo. To learn more about JAWS 13 today, to purchase it, or to download it, you can visit freedomscientific.com. We have two announcements from Humanware that they have 
released a new version of the Humanware Companion, which is the software used to transfer digital talking books and other files to and from the Victor Reader Stratus, Victor Reader Stream, and the Classmate Reader. This new version is version 3.5. It allows you, when searching for bookshare titles within the application, to only see books available to you, which is especially useful if you're outside of the United States and only have access to the limited collection. It doesn't require administrative rights to run. You can delete a book from your PC from within the application. And when downloading a Bookshare book, the file is the name of the Bookshare book rather than a number. If you are running one of the most recent versions of Humanware Companion, you can update from within the application. If not, you can update to this new version by visiting humanware.com. The other Humanware announcement we have this week is the release of Keysoft version 9.2. Keysoft version 9.2 is the latest upgrade for the Braille Note Apex family of devices, and it is an SMA upgrade. The new version of Keysoft allows you to open and edit PDF documents in the word processor by those documents being converted to a format that the Braille Note can work with, and you can also open and read PDF documents in the book reader. Note this will not work for PDFs that contain only images or inaccessible PDFs. To learn more about or to download Keysoft version 9.2, which again is a full SMA upgrade, you can visit humanware.com. The last item I have for tech update this week is the release of NVDA version 2011.3 beta 1. This is a public beta of NVDA, but should be stable enough for you to run on your computer. For those of you who don't know, NVDA stands for Non-Visual Desktop Access, and it is a free open source screen reader. Major enhancements in this new public beta include automatic language detection, so if you're reading a document that has some words in a foreign language, it will automatically switch to those languages for you and read the text in that language. It also contains less freezes and crashes in various applications and basic support for Windows 8. If you'd like to download this beta or learn more about NVDA, you can visit nvda-project.org. This will conclude the tech update for Main Menu and Tech Talk for the week of October 24th, 2011. I'm Chase Crispin, and sorry if I sound strange this week. I hope to be better by next week and sound like my normal self here on Tech Update. Thank you for listening to this week's Tech Update. If you have any comments or anything you would like to see added to next week's Tech Update, please call 206-337-4383 or email chase at acdradio.org. And be sure to listen to next week's Main Menu. Vision Australia, blindness and low vision services. Welcome to this demonstration of using Siri on the iPhone 4S. And by the way, Siri is spelled S-I-R-I. So as usual, I've got my iPhone 4S in this case in my hand. VoiceOver is running and I'm currently sitting at the home screen of my iPhone. When you first get your iPhone 4S, Siri is actually turned off. So you need to go and turn it on. And that's in settings general. So I'm going to touch my home screen to find out where I am. Clock. And let's just do one finger flick to the right until we get to settings. Game center, newsstand folder, iTunes, app store, settings. Okay, one finger double tap to open. Settings. And as you'll notice in my 
version of voiceover, I've got the hints currently turned off. So we're going to get to general, and general is actually after wallpaper. So I'm going to touch the bottom of my screen. Wallpaper. That's wallpaper, one finger flick to the right. General, button. That's general, one finger double tap to open. General, settings, back button. And let's just do one finger flick to the right to find Siri. General, about, software update, usage, Siri, button. And there's Siri, one finger double tap to open. Siri, general, back button. Let me just do a two-finger flick up so we can just hear what's on the current screen about Siri. General, back button, Siri, heading, Siri, off. Siri helps you get things done just by asking. You can make a phone call, send a message, dictate a note, or check the weather. Heading, about Siri and privacy, link. Okay, and there's a link there which is about privacy to do with Siri, about what Apple collects on its service. So let me go and touch towards the top of the screen. General, back button. One finger flick to the right. Siri, heading. One finger flick to the right again. Siri, off. Let's turn it on by one finger double tap. Alert. Siri sends information like your voice input, contacts, and location to Apple to process your requests. Okay, one finger flick to the right. Enable Siri, button. And let's enable Siri, one finger double tap. Siri, Siri, on. Okay, and let's do a two finger flick up to read now what's on the screen now that Siri is activated. General, back button, Siri, heading, Siri, on. Siri helps you get things done just by asking. You can make a phone call, send a message, dictate a note, or check the weather. Heading, about Siri and privacy, link, language, English, Australia, button, voice feedback, always, button, my info, David Woodbridge, button, raise to speak, on, to talk to Siri, press and hold the home button or raise the phone to your ear and speak, heading. Okay, so it has more information once Siri is activated, such as my info, which has currently got my name now that I've set up through my contacts. And of course, other information about the language, in my case, which is set to English Australia, and the raising the phone to your ear to also speak to Siri and so on. So now that Siri is running, let's do a bit of a test to see if it can actually understand us. So I'm going to hold the home button in, and I'm going to say testing, and then release the home button. General Siri, Siri on. Siri helps you get things testing. done just by asking. You can make a. You said testing. I can hear you. Okay. I can hear you. So Siri can hear us. Now we're actually in a pop-up dialogue on the screen at the moment. If I do a testing, one text finger field. flick to the left, that's the testing. That's what I actually just said. If I one finger flick back to the right, though, I can hear you. That's what Siri said. One finger flick to the right again. Listen button. And that's a listen button. So what I could do is actually double tap that rather than holding the home button in again. So for example, let's say we're testing again. So I'm going to do one finger double tap on the listen button. Testing. You said testing. I can hear you. Okay, so basically the same thing. Certainly one finger flick back to the left. I can hear you. Keep going testing. back to the left. Text field. I can hear you. Testing. Text field. What can I help you with? Okay, so as you can tell, it actually keeps a history of what you've actually been saying to Siri in the current session. So what I'm going to do now is I'm actually going to ask it what I can say. So I'm going to hold down the home button in this case and say... What can I say? What can I say, Siri? Now I've noticed on this screen, Siri doesn't actually speak straight back to us. Now because we're in a pop-up, if I try to do a two-finger flick up to read from the top of the screen to the bottom, it's actually just going to read out the general Siri screen. So what I'm going to do is do a one-finger flick to the left. You can say things like, 
How many calories in a bag? Search the web. Note that I squares and drew. What's to it? Wake me up to What is apples? What's the weather? Email Harriet. Remind me to set up the meet. Tell Claire out. Play the light of the ring, Andrew. What can I? You're coming through. Testing. Text field. Okay, now back up to where we were saying testing. So I'm going to do one finger flick to the right. What can I say, Siri? Text field. Okay, that's what I just said. What can I say, Siri? Now I'm going to do a two finger flick down to read the rest of the screen from this point. What can I say, Siri? Text field. Ring, Andrew. Phone. Play the light of the sun. iPod slash music. Tell Claire I'll be right there. Messages. Set up the meeting at nine. Calendar. Remind me to ring mum. Reminders. Email Harriet about the trip. Email. What's the weather for today? Weather. What is Apple's stock price? Stocks. Wake me up tomorrow at 7 a.m. Clock. Alarm. And timer. What's Stuart's address? Address book. Where's Andrew? Find my friends. Note that I spent $12 on lunch. Notes. Search the web for Burra Burra. Web search. How many calories in a bagel? Wool from Alpha. You can say things like, listen, button. Okay, and that's the information about what you can say to the Siri. So it had the statements and then what the applications were, such as the weather application, notes, calendar, phone, iPod slash music, etc. Okay, so let's dismiss this pop-up by just pressing the home button once. Settings, Siri, general, back button. Okay, and let's press the home button to go straight back to our home screen. Settings. Okay, so let's have a bit of a play with Siri. So let's actually ask Siri who I am. And because I've got my name in the my information, it should know who I am. Listen. Siri, who am I? You said Siri to am I. You're David, aren't you? And of course I was hunting the home button then to talk to Siri and then release the button. Because I'm actually using Siri now, I've got that little pop-up on the screen. So if I flick to the left with one finger. Notes. David Woodbridge. Okay, Vision Australia. To the right. Listen. Button. And back to the listen button, which is the current focus. That notes part you just heard, it's actually brought up all my contact information for who I am in Siri. So it's got my home number phone number, email address, mobile number, everything to do with me is now on the screen in contact. So if I was to do one finger flick to the left, you'd hear all my personal details. Okay, so we're on the listen button. Now because I want to stay in Siri at the moment, I'm not going to dismiss this particular pop-up at the moment, which we could do remember by just pressing the home button. So I'm actually going to ask it what the weather is and see what it does. So one finger double tap on the listen button. What is the weather today? You said, what is the weather today? Getting your current location, checking out the weather in Gosford. Looks like nice weather coming up. David, current conditions for Gosford, 72 degrees. Now, it said 72 degrees. Now, in Australia, we don't use Fahrenheit, we use Celsius. But I find if I say it this way, what is the temperature in Gosford? You said, what is the temperature in Gosford? The high temperature for today in Gosford will be 22 degree sign, and the low will be 21 degree sign. Current conditions for Gosford, 72 degrees. Okay, so it actually did give me the initial information in Celsius. Now, since I've actually asked Siri before I asked about the weather, who I am, I'm actually going to ask Siri who, in this case, she is. One finger double tap on the listen button. Who are you, Siri? You said, who are you, Siri? I'm Siri, but I don't like talking about myself. David. And what you'll find with Siri, it actually gives different responses to the same question. So if I do that again, one finger double tap on the listen button. Who are you, Siri? You said, who are you, Siri? I'm Siri, but enough about me. How can I help you? Okay, and one more time. One finger double tap on the listen button. Who are you, Siri? You said, who are you, Siri? I'm Siri, your virtual assistant. Okay, so it's pretty cool. So you really don't quite often get the same response all the time. It's quite varied, which makes it a little bit more interesting. Okay, so let's say we're using this for real now. So I'm going to press the home button to go back to my home screen. 
messages for new items. Now, I want to wake myself up tomorrow at 6 a.m. So I'm going to ask Siri to do that for me now. I'm holding the home button and so I need to say and then release the home button. Wake me up tomorrow at 6 a.m. You said, wake me up tomorrow at 6 a.m. I've set an alarm for 6 a.m. I've set an alarm for 6 a.m. 6 a.m. Okay, that's actually been set. Now let's say, for example, you decide to change your mind. I'm actually going to clear that alarm now. So I'll down the home button. Now, remember, you can still hold down the home button. And even though I've got that little prompt on the screen with the listen button, you can still use the home button. So I'm going to hold down the home button. Cancel alarm. You said, cancel alarm. Which alarm would you like me to delete? Alarm at 5am or alarm at 5.45am or alarm at 6am? Oh, I didn't realise I had three alarms set for tomorrow morning. That's interesting. So let me do 6am. You said 6am. I cancelled your 6am alarm. I cancelled your 6am alarm. Right. So while I'm at it, let me get rid of those other two. So I'm going to hold down the home button. Cancel alarm 5am. You said, cancel alarm 5am. I cancelled your 5am alarm. I cancelled your 5am alarm. And let's get rid of the other one. Cancel alarm 5.45am. You said, cancel alarm 5.45am. I cancelled your 5.45am alarm. I cancelled your 5.45am alarm. Okay, so I've got rid of those three alarms for tomorrow, which means I won't wake up at uh, those various times. Now, the other really cool thing you can do with Siri is, of course, check for appointments. So I'm going to check for appointments for tomorrow, Monday. Check for appointments for Monday. You said, Jeff, appointments for Monday. You don't have anything on your calendar for tomorrow. Okay, let me check on Tuesday. Check appointments for Tuesday. You said, check appointment on Tuesday. Okay, here's your appointment. Okay, now again, hasn't read it out to us, so let's do one finger flick to the left. Two, specialist team meeting. Okay, and there it is, two o'clock, my specialist team meeting for Tuesday. So there are some situations where you'll notice that it does and doesn't talk, but you do really get used to in which situations that happens. Now, I have to edit this podcast tomorrow, so I'm actually going to set an appointment for myself for tomorrow to edit the podcast that I'm currently doing now on Siri. So I'm going to set appointment for Monday. Hold on the home button. Listen, button. Set appointment for tomorrow at 10 a.m. Editing Siri podcast. You said set appointment for tomorrow at 10 a.m. Editing Siri podcast. One moment, please. Okay, I set up your appointment for tomorrow. Okay, now let me set a reminder for tomorrow to remind me that I'm going to do some editing on this podcast tomorrow. So I'm going to set a reminder. So I'm going to do this now. Press the home button. Set a reminder for tomorrow at 9am, reminding me to do the editing of this podcast. You said, set reminder for tomorrow at 9am, reminding me to do the editing of this podcast. Here's your reminder for tomorrow at 9am. Okay, now again, hasn't spoken to us, so let me do one finger flick to the left. Confirm. Button. Okay, one finger flick to the left again. Cancel. Button. And again to the left. Check box unchecked. At 9am, reminding me to do the editing of this podcast. Tomorrow. Okay. And it said confirm, so let's just flick back to the right with one finger. Check box, cancel, confirm, button. Now I could double tap on confirm. I'm actually going to hold down the home button and say yes. Listen, yes. Button. Now let's just check what's just happened then to see if it's actually confirmed it. So I'm going to do one finger flick to the left. Remember we still got that little prompt dialog box on the screen. Edit this podcast tomorrow. 
Checkbox unchecked. 24, Monday, October 2011. Yep, there it is, 24th tomorrow. Checkbox unchecked. Button. And flip to the right. Edit this podcast. Tomorrow. Listen. Button. Okay, and it's indeed done it. So sometimes you'll find that you do have to actually just check the screen because sometimes it actually won't speak to you. I just want to show you something that I've got for when I go to bed at night time listen to an audio book. So I'm just going to press the home button. Let me go and find the clock application. It's just going to touch the sort of top of the screen. Photos. Okay, one finger flick to the right to Camera, find the clock. videos, YouTube, maps, weather, notes, reminders, clock. Okay, one finger double tap. Clock, zero hours, okay, pick a item, adjustable, the right selected, timer, tab, Now I've got four. my timer selected. And I'll flick to the left and I'll show Stop you alarm. my Tab timer set clock. too. Start. When timer ends, sleep iPod button. Okay, I've got when timer ends, sleep iPod. Which means when I do start playing an audio book, I can actually set the timer with Siri to stop it after a certain number of minutes. So that's what I normally do when I'm listening to an audio book for bedtime listening. So I'll show you how to do that. So that's actually been set on now. If I just press the home button and go back to the home screen. Clock. Okay, and this is all I have to say to Siri. Once I do a double tap on the screen, of course, to start my audio book playing, and I've already got queued, I press the home button in, of course. Set timer for 30 minutes. You said set timer 30 minutes. Okay, 30 minutes and counting. Okay, 30 minutes and counting. 0, 29, 55.332281. Okay, as you can tell, the clock's now on the screen. Because if I touch down towards the bottom middle again, listen button. I've got the listening button there on the screen. So I'm going to press the home button to come out of that little dialog box. Messages for new items. Okay, and if I was to go and check my clock and the timer running, I could certainly flick over to or touch the timer, which would be currently counting down, and then, of course, turn off the audio book if it was playing. Okay, so, so far we've been able to check the weather, make an appointment, do a reminder, check an alarm, and set a reminder. I'm actually going to send a text message to myself, so I'm going to do that now. I'll turn the home button in. Send a message to David Woodbridge. You said, send a message to David Woodbridge. What do you want to say to David Woodbridge? Okay. To David Woodbridge. I'll hold it in. The quick brown fox jumped over the lazy dog and raced away into the bush, never to be seen again. You said, the quick brown fox jumped over the lazy dog and west away into the bush, never to be seen again. I updated your message, ready to send it. To David Woodbridge, message, the quick brown fox jumped over the lazy dog and west away into the bush, never to be seen again. And as you can tell, it made a slight mistake on the word raced, but never mind. Now, I could edit that on the screen, but I'm not going to at this point. So I'm going to hide in the home button and just say yes. Yes. Okay, let's see what it says on the screen. So one thing effect to the left. To David Woodbridge, okay, I'll send it. Okay, so it's sent it. So let me see if I've got a message waiting there to be read. Hold on the home button again. Listen, button. Read message. You said, read message. Okay. Your message to davidwoodbr at gmail.com says the quick brown fox jumped over the lazy dog and west away into the bush never to be seen again. You can reply or read it again. Okay, now you probably thought, where did that get that email address from? This actually sent an iMessage. So it actually used my... Gmail account that I currently got registered as my iCloud account to send that message. So rather than going as an SMS, it went as an iMessage. If I wasn't able to send an iMessage, it would definitely have been sent as an SMS message. Now, if you want to send a mail message, rather than saying send a message, you just say send mail. So I'll try that one now. Send mail. 
You said, send a mail. To whom shall I send it? Okay, I'll send my name. David Woodbridge. You said, David Woodbridge. Which email address for David Woodbridge? Ah, now I forgot that I had a few email addresses, so let me just flick left on the screen. Other. Home. David W9 at tpg.com.au. There you go. That's my main TPG account. So I'm going to do one finger double tap to select that one. Home. With a person's only got one single email address, it would have automatically said subject. Now, because it didn't say that, I'm going to do one finger flick to the left. What's again. the subject of the email, David? And what's the subject of the email, David, in my case being me? So I'm going to say that now. Listen. Button. Testing sending mail with Siri. You said, testing sending mail with Siri. What would you like your email to say? Okay, what well, would my email to say? Today I saw a little worm, a wriggling on his belly. I wonder if he'd like to come inside and see what's on the TV. You said, today I saw a little worm a meeting on his belly. I would like to come inside and see what's on the TV. Here's the email message to David Woodbridge. Okay, and that'll do when I get once again. So let me send it. By just saying yes. Yes. Now, as you can tell, we just heard the sound of the message going, and I just heard a beep on my iPhone saying it's received a message extremely quickly. And of course, if I do one finger flip to the left on this pop up dialog box, of course. Sent email 23 slash 10 slash 2011 9 11 pm. Okay, Today I saw a little worm meeting email. on his belly. I would like to come inside and see what's on the TV. Two okay, David so Woodbridge. wrong, but never mind. Okay, so that's actually that done. Now I'm actually going to check if I've got any new messages waiting in my mail. So I'm going to hold in the home button again. Listen. Siri, do I have any new mail messages? You said, Siri, do I have any new mail messages? You have four new emails. You have four new emails. But basically, I've, I've now got a list of messages, new mail messages on my screen. But if I do say to Siri this one. Listen. Button. Read my mail messages. You said, read my mail messages. You have at least 25 emails. You have at least 25 emails. I can't read them to you. Sorry about that. Okay, so it won't read mail messages, but it will read the SMS or iMessages. So let's again dismiss this pop-up by just pressing the home button. Messages for new items. And you can also ask Siri quite a few other different types of things as well. So since I'm currently living in Australia, I'm actually going to ask it, what is the capital of Australia? So hold the home button in. Listen. What is the capital of Australia? You said, what is the capital of Australia? Let me check on that. I found this for you. Input interpretation. Australia capital city. Result. Canberra. Australian capital territory. Australia. Population. City population 351,868 people. Country rank. 8th, 2009 estimate. Current local time. 9.16pm is date. Sunday, October 23rd, 2011. Current weather. 20 degrees science relative humidity. 40% wind. 2M slash S clear. Nearby cities. Queanbeyan. New South Wales 9 kilometres. Kilometres. East southeast 32,214 people. Wollongong. New South Wales, 187 kilometres. So let me ask it about how many oceans there are in the world. That's something that I always wanted to know. How many oceans are there in the world? You said, how many oceans are there in the world? Okay, here you go. Okay, here you go. Input interpretation, number of oceans on Earth. Result, five. Just let me ask what the tallest mountain in the world is. I'm sure we already know that, but we'll try it anyway. Listen, button. What is the tallest mountain in the world? 
You said, what is the tallest mountain in the world? Let me check on that. I found this for you. Input interpretation, tallest mountain in world, result, Mount Everest, 8,850 meters, properties, elevation 8,850 m, country Nepal, summit reached 1953, 58 years ago, elevation map, okay, standard atmospheric peak elevation, topic. density 0.4 times standard atmosphere, pressures. Now, since I'm in Australia, I'm actually going to ask it about the Great Barrier Reef and see what it says. Tell me about the Great Barrier Reef. You said, tell me about the Great Barrier Reef. Search in the web for the Great Barrier Reef. Now this time, as you can tell, Safari. it's actually brought up Safari, and it's doing a search in Safari for the Great Barrier Reef. So sometimes it uses Wolfram Alpha, sometimes it actually uses Safari to do the search, depending on what it can actually find. So we press the Home button to come back out of Safari. Home. Messages for new items. And let's ask it a few time questions. So let me ask you what the current time is as of this recording. Listen. What time is it? You said, what time is it? I have no idea what time it is in Highway Ridge Trail. Sorry about that. <laughs> it gets a little bit confused in Australia about where I currently am um, as of this date of the recording with Siri. So if I'm a bit more precise, it will actually give me the time. So I'm actually going to ask it what the time is in Gosford where I currently am. What is the time in Gosford? You said, what is the time in Gosford? The time in Gosford is 9.26pm. Gosford, 9.26pm okay, today. so that's much better. Let me ask it for the date. I'll just ask it normally and we'll see what happens. What is the date today? You said, what is the date today? It's Sunday, 23-10-2011 in Gosford. Great, well that one worked. Let me ask it what time it is in London. What time is it in London? You said, what time is it in London? In London, England, it's 11.27am. London, 11.27am, today. Okay, so that works very nicely. Um, another time question. How many days until Christmas? You said, how many days until Christmas? Okay, here you go. Okay, here you go. Input interpretation. Days until Christmas Day. Time span, 63 days. 2 months, 2 days. 9 weeks. 45 weekdays. 0.17 years. Okay, so that's pretty nifty. Now you can also use Siri to get definitions of words, again, via the database it's using. So let me ask a definition of the word telepathy. What is the definition of the word telepathy? You said, what is the definition of the word telepathy? I found this for you. I found this for you. Input interpretation. Telepathy definition. Result. Noun apparent communication from one mind to another without using sensory perceptions. Okay, so that's pretty cool. Let's ask it for a calculation. So I bought two 15 kilo bags of dog food today for my guide dog. So I'm actually going to ask it what two times 15 equals. What is two times 15? You said, what is 2 times 15? This might answer your question. This might answer your question. Input, 215. Result, 30. Number name, 30. Visual representation. Star, 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 
You said, what is the 55 plus 45? Okay, here you go. Okay, here you go. Input, 55 plus 45. Result, 100. Number name, 100. Okay, that's much clearer, that one. Right, now because I've already preset Siri to know who my wife is, I can actually ask it for my wife's birthday, which I've also got set in my contacts. Here we go. When is my wife's birthday? You said, when is my wife's birthday? Ellen Woodbridge's birthday is December 6th. Okay, which is very, very cool. And I can also say, send a message to my wife. And of course, it would say, what do you want to say to Ellen Woodbridge, etc., etc. So we'll go down the same lines as iMessage that we had before. Now, because I'm in Australia, a lot of the recordings on the internet about Siri have included GPS and what's around me. That currently doesn't work as of the date of this recording. So if I try that now, what is my closest Asian restaurant? You said, what is my closest Asian restaurant? Sorry, David. I can only look for businesses in the United States. And when you are using U.S. English. Okay, so at the moment of this recording, that particular feature doesn't work. I find I don't really use it anyway, so I'm not particularly missing that feature at the moment. And I know there is a little way of cheating to use Twitter, but if you do say and try and send a tweet, I'll do that now. Send a tweet. You said, send a tweet. I can't send tweets for you. David, sorry about that. Okay, so no tweets at the moment. The other really cool feature is you can actually make a note. So I can say something like, make a note that I have to take my guide dog to the dentist tomorrow. You said, make a note last time microblog to the dentist tomorrow. Here's your note. Here's your note. <laughs> Whoops. So let's just do a one finger flick because we've got that prompt box on the screen. Last time microblog to the dentist tomorrow. Uh, no. Um, Listen. I button. don't think that was quite great, but we can always go and delete out the notes anyway. So sometimes the voice recognition gets it slightly wrong. Um, I've noticed when my wife's using it because, of course, she's a lady and has a higher pitch voice, sometimes the voice recognition gets a bit skew-whiffed. Another feature of Siri, which is that the dictation part of Siri. So I know we've been using dictation now for using mail, the notes just there, and reminders and so on. But when you go into an application, there is a dictation button to the left of your spacebar. So let me just press the home button to come out of this dollar box prompt on the screen. Messages for new items. Okay, and let me go and bring up notes. Calendar, photos, camera, videos, YouTube, maps, weather, notes. Okay, so one finger double tap on notes. Notes, notes for accounts, back button, notes for add button. So let's add a note, one finger double tap. Note, text field. Okay, and if I come down to my space bar. Space. And then flick to the left. Dictate. Now at the moment, unlike the dictation app from Nuance that you can dictate up to 30 seconds. Some people have actually said that there's no time limit. I'm not 100% certain of that because I've noticed that if I do try a long dictation, it will actually stop the dictation. It seems to be about after a minute, but I'm not 100% sure. So at the moment, if you're dictating, I would still probably do it in short bursts anyway. So what you'll hear what I'm doing, I'll do a one finger double tap on dictate, you hear a beep, I'll talk, I'll then double tap back on the same button, which will be a done button. It will then send the information off to the Apple servers, bring the text back, and we can read what I've just dictated. And we won't make it too spectacular. We'll do something pretty simple. Dictate. Okay, and one finger double tap. I hope you enjoy this demonstration of Siri using the iPhone 4S with VoiceOver. Done. Button. Thinking. Spatterted. I hope you enjoy this demonstration of Siri using the iPhone 4S with Melissa. <laughs> 
Right, well that was supposed to be voiceover, but never mind. I haven't actually edited this recording out of this dictation because I really do think you need to know that sometimes it's not going to get it always perfect. And again, you can edit that with your on-screen keyboard, of course, if you're using a Bluetooth keyboard because it's just text on the screen. So now I press the Home button to come out of there, back to my home screen. Home. Notes. One final thing I want to show you about the dictation, which is actually very cool and I quite like using it this way. So I'm going to press the Home button to go to my Spotlight search. Empty list. And from my search field. Search field is editing. Okay, search iPhone. Double tap to open it. Insertion point append. Now, if you come down to my space bar. Space. Go left. More. Not dictate. There's a dictate button. And I'm actually going to ask it to find an application on my iPhone using Spotlight. And I just downloaded it today. It's called Single Text. And I'm actually going to find it now with the Spotlight with Siri. So one finger double tap. Single Text. Done. Button. Inserted single top hit space. Okay, let's see what it's found. One finger flick to the right. Search field is clear text, single text. Okay, one finger double tap on single text. Single text, single text, action, button. Okay, and there we go. I'm actually running my application, so I actually found it by using Siri. So it didn't run the application, but at least let me find it on my iPhone. And if you've got lots of applications on your iPhone like I've got, it's not a bad way of finding an application, particularly if you've got lots and lots of different folders on your iPhone. So I press the home button again to come out of single text. Messages for new items. And just to finish off, let's just ask it a, a few silly questions to see what it comes back with. And since I'm a Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy fan, I'm going to ask it one of those questions. What is the answer to life, the universe and everything? You said, what is the answer to life, the universe, and everything? Okay, here you go. Okay, here you go. Input interpretation, answer to the ultimate question of life, the universe, and everything. Result 42, according to Douglas Adams' humorous science fiction novel, The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Okay, that's very cool. And of course, I can't pass this one up. Open the pod bay doors, Hal. You said, open the pod bay doors, Hal. I'm sorry, David. I'm afraid I can't do that. Are you happy now? <laughs> I absolutely love that one. So to finish off this demonstration, I'm actually going to say goodnight to Siri. So let's try it and see what happens. Good night, Siri. You said good night, Siri. Good night to you, to David. And if it happens to be in the morning and you say good morning, Siri, let's try that one. Good morning, Siri. You said good morning, Siri. Good morning. It's 9.45pm. <laughs> okay, so... Sort of the wrong time of the day in a way, but um, I'm sure that would be appropriate if we ask it at 6am in the morning, that it definitely would be good morning. Have a really good play with Siri. You can't do anything wrong with it. If it doesn't understand, it'll certainly tell you something like, Why is my roof upside down and inside out, Siri? You said, what is my brief upside down and inside out, Siri? David, I don't understand what is my brief upside down and inside out, Siri. Okay, so you certainly can't do any damage. If you've got any other questions about Apple accessibility, please contact the Adaptive Technology Help Desk at Vision Australia on 1300 847 466. Thanks for listening and bye for now. Goodbye, Siri. You said, goodbye, Siri. Okay, see you soon. Thanks for listening. Vision Australia. Blindness and low vision services. All right. 
we got back to our main menu and we are going to now take a real quick look at scanning a printed document and having it read to us and that choice is on our first menu and the choice for that is actually number four and I'm going to just press four four scan and read press one to scan and read a single page press two to scan several pages first before reading press three to scan and read at the same time press four to select the language of the text you are scanning currently English press five to select the scanner to use with scan and read press six to change scanning speed and quality press escape to go back to the main menu press F1 for help alright I have already chosen the scanner that I'm going to use and just so that you get a little bit of an idea of uh, why the speed will be such as it is when we scan, uh, I am actually running uh, Dolphin Guide on a netbook, um, so it's a little bit slower computer. So because it is a little slower and has a little less memory than a lot of computers out there, you will find or you will hear that it's going to take a little bit longer to for the scanner to run and scan the document than it would if you were running a faster computer but it will uh, do a good job and it'll give you a chance to see how uh, Dolphin does scan the document and uh, reads it to you and I just wanted you to get a a little bit of a look at this we're not going to go through all the options here but I wanted you to see some of the main things and I am running a demo version of guide and because I'm running a demo version it will not read me the whole page it will read me the first hundred words so what you're going to hear is you're going to hear scan the page and then you're going to hear uh, hear it read after recognition you'll hear it read the first hundred words and then we'll see what the menu is after that and we'll give you that much of an example of how the scanning works with the the guide so here we go one scan single page place printed material on scanner press one to continue press two to recall the page you last scanned call modus on press three to turn it off press escape to go back to the main menu press f1 for help all right and I wanted to go ahead and scan so I'm going to hit one one and now it's going to start scanning here pretty soon and we are just scanning. using a small Please scanner wait. all right it's finished scanning the document and it's now recognizing the text. Cell hurts at your e-memories and emotion. Whatever method you use to stir your pleasurable memories, yearbooks, faded photographs, pressed flowers, paintings, school penance, or late-night movies, those old and significant songs do more for most people than any other form of mood provoker. Add soft lights, a comfortable setting, and Al Hertz inspired understanding and giant capacity for lucid narration of these stirring tunes, and you'll find yourself as deeply involved with your own memories as you have ever been. Al Hertz is a master hand. His trumpet's voice crams each and every one of his performances with importance. It sings warmly and affirmatively. The demonstration version of Guide is restricted to scanning just the first 100 words of a document. This is the end of the 100 words. All right, so basically what I did was I scanned the write-up on the back of a record album, which does have some uh, designs on it and does have a couple of pictures on it, but uh, we got uh, mostly an area that was all text, and as you can see, it did quite a good job of recognizing and reading everything. 
uh, almost without any errors. And so it does do a really nice job. And we're going to hit escape now to see what our choices are now that we have it scan the document scanned. Escape. Select an action for the scanned page. The selected action is save, print, or edit the scan text. Use the up and down arrow keys to select a different action. Or press escape to go back to the scanning menu. All right, so our first choice is to save it. I'm going to down arrow. Delete saved page. Okay, delete saved page. Magnify images on this page. Magnify images on this page. Back to the scanning menu. Or back to the scanning menu. Well, I don't particularly want to save this document, and so I'm going to go back up here. Magnify images on this page. Delete saved page. All right, and I can delete the saved page. Now, I could have... Before I came to this menu, I could have used speech and large print to went through and, and read the, through the whole document uh, or the part that was on the screen, that hundred words. I could have went through and looked at everything word by word, character by character, line by line. So we do have full access to the document so we can see exactly what it uh, looks like and, and reread it. Uh, there is a, an option to be able to print, but at this point we don't care to do that. All we want to do, we've, we've read it, and that's all we need to do. So I'm going to hit enter on delete. Enter. Deleted successfully. Scan single page. Place printed material on scanner. Press 1 to continue. Press 2 to recall the page you last scanned. Call modus on. Press 3 to turn it off. Press escape to go back to the main menu. All right, we're not going to try to look at everything because we don't have time to look at everything and the the guide, but I think I've gotten through a number of the things that you would want to see and uh, uh, would like to know about. Probably the next most important thing that a person would want to know and want to know how it works and how simple it is to use is the address book. So as the last thing we're going to cover here on guide is the address book. And that is choice number five on our main menu. So I'm going to hit the number five. Five. Address book menu. Press one to view your address book. Or press two to add a new person. Press escape to go back to the main menu. And press I'm going to press two to add a new cho person to my address book. Two. Add new person to your address book. I will now ask you for this person's details. Please type a title for this person if they have one. Press enter when you have finished. All right. And I'm going to put Mr. Capital M R. Period. And hit enter. Enter. Please type a first name for this person. Press enter when you have finished. And for a first name, I am going to put Donald. Capital D-O-N-A-L-D. Enter. Please type a surname for this person. Press enter when you have finished. Okay, surname would be a last name in case you're not sure what that is. And we're going to put a really important person here. Capital D-U-C-K. Enter. Please type a company name for this person if they have one. Press enter when you have finished. All right. The company is going to be... Capital W-A-L-T. Walt. Capital D-I-S-N-E-Y. Disney. Capital W-O-R-L-D. Enter. Please type the first line of the person's address. Press enter when you have finished. And let's see. For the first line, we'll make it... One, two, three, four. We're making this up, so... Twelve thirty-four. I hope you understand that. I think probably by the name and so forth we have here that you probably have figured that out by now. Capital C-A-R-T-O-O-N. Cartoon. Capital L-A-N-E. Enter. Please type the second line of the person's address. Press enter when you have finished. All right. And the second line is... 
Capital O R L A N D O. Orlando. Capital F L O R I D A. All right. Orlando, Florida. Enter. Please type the third line of the person's address. Press enter when you have finished. And there isn't a third line. Enter. Please type the fourth line of the person's address. All Press right. enter when you and have finished. Not a fourth line. Enter. Please type a zip code for this person. Press enter when you have finished. And we'll make the zip code nine eight seven six five. Ah, uh, that sounds like a good zip code, doesn't it? Enter. Please type a postal country for this person. Press enter when you have finished. Yeah, postal country. Capital U. Capital S. Capital A. USA. Enter. Please type an email address for this person. Press enter when you have finished. And we're gonna make it D O N D U C K at D I S N E Y dot C O M. Okay, Don Duck at Disney dot com. Enter. Please type a Skype name for this person. Press and enter when you have finished. We don't. Pretend that he has a Skype account, so we're just going to hit enter there. Enter. Please type a full telephone number for this person. Press enter when you have finished. All right. For a phone number, we're going to just put 555-444-1234. Enter. You may enter. Here any notes you wish to record against this person. All right. And we're just going to say... Capital E P I S is A A R E A L real D U C K Y Ducky P E R S O N period. Enter. Save to address book. Press one to save the new person to your address book. Press two to change the details you have entered. Press escape to discard the details you have entered and return to the address list. Press F one for help. And we're gonna press one to enter this into the address book. One address saved successfully. You have three people in your address book. The selected person is number one, Mr. Donald Duck. Telephone number, 555-444-1234. Address, Walt Disney World 1234 Cartoon Lane, Orlando, Florida, space 98765, USA. Email, donduck at disney.com. Notes, he is a real ducky person. Use the keyboard arrow keys to find a different person. Press enter to hear their full details. Dial their telephone number or select other actions. All right. So, there are other people in the address book, and we're on number one. So, now we're going to look at how you could find an entry and look at it with this down arrow. Number two, contact EVAS. Telephone number 8008723827. Address EVAS, 39 Canal Street, Westerly, RI02891. Email contact at EVAS.com. Okay, Evis, uh, the company Evis is our second entry there, and it says contact Evis. And the reason that's there is because Evis is the East Coast dealer for uh, Dolphin products, and particularly for Dolphin Guide. And uh, it, let's go ahead and we'll hit enter. Enter. Select an action for this contact. The selected action is View Details. Use the up and down arrow keys to select a different action and enter to continue. Okay, View Details. Dial this person's telephone number. Change this person's details. Print this person's details. Print an envelope for this person. Delete this person from your address book. Copy this address to the clipboard. So add a new person to your address book. All right, so there's all our choices. Those are the all of the different things we could do um, with this person's entry, or we can just hit escape. Escape. You have three people in your address book. The selected person is number two. Contact EVAS. Telephone number 800-872-3827. Address EVAS 39 Canal Street, Westerly, RI02891. Email contact at evas.com. Use the keyboard arrow keys to find a different person. Press enter to hear their full details. Dial their telephone number or select other actions. All right. So, um, for those of you who might be interested in checking with Evis about their prices or whatever on the Dolphin Guide, uh, you did hear their email there. Their email is 
contact at evas, which is E-V-A-S dot com. And so that would be probably who you would want to contact in the United States if you were interested in checking in for more information or purchasing the Dolphin Guide. All right, we're going to hit escape to get out of this. Escape. Address book menu. Press 1 to view your address book. Or press 2 to add a new person. Press escape to go back to the main menu. Press F1 for help. And we're going to hit escape. Escape. Main menu. Press 1 to send and receive emails. And we're press back to write letters and other documents. Menu. And that's going to do it for what we are going to be able to cover in this program about the Dolphin Guide. I hope this has given you a pretty good idea for how the Dolphin Guide works and some of the main operations and things that you can do in the Dolphin Guide. As you saw at the beginning of the demo, uh, there are quite a lot of other features that we didn't have time to demo for you here, but hopefully this gave you a good idea of what is available and how it all works. And remember that after our third session covering the third package like this, we will have a session that compares the features of the three different products that we are covering in these reviews. And we'll go again over all the features in each one of them, including in the guide. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you again next time. Escape. Close guide menu. Press 1 to close guide and turn off your computer. Press 2 to close guide and return to the Windows desktop. Press escape to go back to the main menu. Press 1. Goodbye. On behalf of the entire Main Menu staff, I'd like to thank you for being with us today here on Main Menu. We'll look forward to seeing you back again next week. Meantime, you have a good week, and we'll see you soon.